0: Welcome to Ari Keeve's Trading to Win, the podcast focused on helping traders to maximize their potential. Yeah, I think, I think uh, risk and reward are really essential to uh, uh, success in, uh, in, in sports, in uh, skiing, in concert performance, in any number of activities, and uh, that really entails a tremendous amount of preparation and practice and review and and really going over the details and then in the uh, in the performance situation itself really letting go of control and uh, allowing for uh, for some spontaneity and creativity to uh, to play to play out Uh, the better the performer uh, the more willing he is to let go of control to trust his instinct to trust his intuition to trust uh, the pattern recognition patterns that he's learned over time through experience, and uh, uh, that's the the sort of the art or the psychology of trading. Uh, the better guys are able to go with the flow are able to uh, relax uh, to like when you're skiing uh, if you if you uh, pull back because you're afraid of falling you're gonna fall into the mountain you've got to kind of go forward. Uh, and and let gravity pull you down. When you're sailing, you've got to get to the edge uh, where you're getting the best opportunity to pick up the wind and so forth, but it's a little scary. So much of my work with traders and portfolio managers is helping them uh, to learn to get comfortable with discomfort. Uh, it also applies to taking more risk, getting more comfortable Uh, putting on more capital in high-conviction ideas. So you encourage people to do more work, to really understand their companies, understand the transformative events, understand the variant perception, have a path to getting paid. It's not just uh, putting the position on. It's really understanding what you need to know uh, so that you have the confidence to take that risk. And, And the more risk you're willing to take, uh, the more opportunity you have. You know, it's getting to that sweet spot, which is usually beyond the level of comfort. Uh, it's not such uh, an extraordinary risk that you're out of, totally out of control and you're, you're putting yourself at great peril, um, but it's, it's a balanced risk-taking where you're taking enough risk uh, to be able to kind of get into the perfect, uh, the perfect line and so forth. I'm not familiar with any particular studies, but I would say that you know when you when you look at a, a large group of portfolio managers and you review their performance, you find a wide range of uh, from a wide range of practices from people who are reluctant to take risk, reluctant to use their capital, to those who are uh, whose whose uh, use of capital is pegged to their buying power. So uh, somebody has a 200 million dollars of buying power. Uh, They're using most of it. Somebody who's more cautious and conservative year in, year out will use 50 or 60 percent of his capital, arguing that the market isn't right, I don't have any good ideas in my sector, uh, I'm waiting for uh, the price of oil to go down, waiting for the economy to stabilize. And they're they're very good at finding rationalizations for not uh, committing uh, and deploying more of their capital. Uh, So, I mean, clearly, uh, in in working with hundreds of traders over the years, I'd say there's a a bell-shaped curve of guys who are cautious, conservative, maybe even fearful, to those who are uh, real uh, confident, comfortable uh, risk-takers who use their capital and do the work required and have a strategy. There are two critical variables that... I think uh, one finds in the most successful traders. First is their ability to cut their losses. If something's not working, they get out. Uh, There are some value investors that say, well, if I liked it at 20, I like it even more at 10. So they buy it as it goes down or double down. But uh, some of the best traders get out, wait till the thing reverses before they start buying it again. So they're managing their losses. That's the first thing. And that's a counterintuitive thing. It's natural for people to hold on to their losers, to take more risk in situations that aren't working than in situations that are. Uh, You've got to learn to be able to let go and admit you were wrong. Not easy for people to do. The second lesson that people have to learn is to recognize that most of their profitability occurs in about three percent of their trades. So even though they're right, say sixty percent of the time, most of their money is made when they identify something that's really working, and they press the uh, pedal, t- pedal to the metal, so to speak. They uh, they they get bigger. They add. Uh, they take advantage of momentum, and they recognize that this may be one of those few trades that's going to really make me a lot of profitability this year. So they're able to identify that and go for it. That again is something that has to be learned because it's a counterintuitive thing. The tendency is for people to take their profits too soon and miss a lot of upside opportunity. So that's the second thing the best traders learn to do. And that's really pushing themselves to get bigger, uh, uh, even after they've reached their price target, people who are portfolio managers in hedge funds are certainly more uh, likely to be a risk-seeking individuals than, uh, say, your ordinary citizen uh, who doesn't play in this in this arena. Uh, that being said, uh, there are many people who are, uh, uh, you know, who are really good at taking risk. And as I've indicated, there are many that are a little reluctant to take risks. So there's a a range of of uh, personal styles. Some are more risk averse than others. Uh, uh, even though the guy is taking risk, he's taking small risk. He's using less less of his capital. He's ne- not willing to take a 10% position when he has high conviction. Uh, He's he's a bit of a perfectionist. He wants to get ninety percent of the information when maybe all he needs is sixty percent of the information to put on a big position. Well, you know another another uh, uh, venue is, uh, and I've said this often that that taking risk is like a multiple choice test where you've got five answers, three of which are absolutely wrong, and then there are two. Uh, one which looks like it's the answer because it has the answer in it, and one which is not doesn't have the answer in it. And in the heat of a or the stress of a test, uh, people go for what I call the sucker answer, the one that looks like the answer but isn't. To go for the right answer, you've got to kind of uh, uh, make take a risk that something that doesn't immediately appear to be the answer will be the answer. And the more you answer those questions, the more comfortable you get doing something that's a little bit uncomfortable. But then you somehow or other know you're right, and 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 that stretch to do something that's a little uncomfortable is really what it's all about. Dr. Ari Kiev is an internationally respected authority on the psychology of trading. You can subscribe to his bi-monthly podcast full of real-world advice on how to maximize your trading potential at www.arikiev.com.